Oh, we're supposed to do this now. Yes. Good afternoon. I'm Spencer. I'm Rebecca. I'm Ben. And we are Latitude by Longitude. And you're listening to NWCZ Radio. Hi, I'm Amber on vocals. I'm Andy Puzzle. I'm the drummer for Varnish. I'm Jason on guitars. And not with us is Johnny, who plays bass. And we are Varnish on NWCZRadio.com, the independent Northwest music station. You're surfing through another dimension, a dimension of podcasts and real-time streaming, of content both live and, quote-unquote, on tape. It covers Washington, Oregon, B.C., and even Idaho, existing between the summit of man's technology and the depths of his cave. There's the web banner up ahead. Your next stop, the Northwest Convergence Zone. All right, Joan Jett and the Black Hearts dedicated to all the women yeah. that we've had in the studio. Yeah, there were some pretty nice-looking women in here today. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And intelligent. And they were talented. And talented and intelligent, too. You know, I mean, hey. All that stuff. All that stuff. Hey, what are you doing? Put that Sugar damn phone down. Sugar and spice. Get out. And everything nice. again, man, during no, the show. No, I'm getting information about a show sexting. that I'm supposed to be talking about later. Thank you. I'm pulling up. I'm pulling oh, yeah. up details. And we will talk to you later about that. So get yeah. Your we'll talk get off me, Gimmer. We'll p- talk about those details later. Yeah. You're all drugged up. I could kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Whoa, the violence. I'm, apparently, right, I'm just man. a rubber noodle right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is Greg Roth, your host for the Northwest Convergent Zone, filling in for Big D. And those are big shoes to fill, man. Have you seen the size of his feet? Yes, you can yeah, put, they're 18s. You could you could fit little chihuahuas in those shoes. <laughs> I've seen little chihuahua shoes before. <laughs> actually, his feet kind of look like old chihuahuas. How do you know that? Have you have you done that? Have you Dude, actually taken chihuahuas and put them in his shoes? So, well, sometimes you, if you just look at a hole, you know what you can put it. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh. Ring, ding, 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 ding. He'll be here all week, huh? folks. <laughs> Huh? So uh, you went there. To, to, you, you went I there. Double D, you kill me. <laughs> so uh, you were talking about Queensrÿche earlier. Yeah. Remember? What's up with that? Queensrÿche released their first album in like in, forty-eight years. Not for no, no, not forty <laughs> years. They've been around thirty years. They are celebrating their thirty-year anniversary. They have a new record called "Dedicated to Chaos." They had their big album release party about uh, a couple weeks ago at the Hard Rock in the Emerald City, and and it was really cool because basically to get invited to the party, you go to Easy Easy Street Records, Mm -hmm. you buy the CD, and that gets you into the album release. Really? So yeah, it was a cool party, and they did a 15, 20-minute acoustic set of some of their greatest songs and and, and some stuff off the new album. They did a version of Silent Lucidity, Unplugged, Mm. which was absolutely brilliant. Awesome. And that voice hasn't changed at oh, all, has it? He is Unreal. amazing, dude. He's better now than he was. And that's saying a lot. He he, he has a five octave range. Um, and, and the thing about Queensryche, and you know, when you hear Jeff Tate, you know who it is. Mm-hmm. He's, he's got one of those voices that as soon as you hear the first couple notes, you know who it is. There's nobody that sounds like him. Yeah, I agree. So what you had... Uh what happened with that? You interview somebody? Well, uh, what, you know, what happened there? Well, I did. <laughs> Actually, what was really cool is that morning on the phone, I interviewed guitarist Michael Wilton, mm-hmm. um, who's been with the band from the beginning, and, and he does a lot of their riffs, but a really great guy, a really bright and intelligent guy, and we chatted for probably over a half hour. And we talked about the history of Queensryche, kind of how the music industry's changed from the time they first started. Mm-hmm. You know, with the technology and social media and, and all this other stuff, and to really see how the band has evolved and changed their approach to how they do records with all the changes uh, in the industry. Well, the the business is a completely different business sure. than it was, you know, thirty years ago. So yeah, it's, that it's was a, cool. It's quite a, quite the different dog eat dog uh, world that they entered. Uh, yeah, yeah, thirty years ago. I mean, Wonder Boy and the Saint. You know, they weren't yeah. even. Uh, <laughs> 
you know, anyways. Not even a thought. Not even a glimmer. I was glim. trying to come up with something dirty right there, Not but I just stopped. Not even a stopped. glimmer in your mother's eye. <laughs> no. my department. So don't we have a preview for that? <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? We do have a preview before that. I want to just say, uh, Queensryche, I saw them at Synergy Northwest 2011 back in May. They had a full symphony orchestra. They sounded fantastic. They sounded fantastic at the Hard Rock. And here's a little taste of my interview with guitarist Michael Wilton. I spoke to Queensryche guitarist Michael Wilton the day of the band's record release party for their most recent effort, Dedicated to Chaos. Michael and I spoke about the creative process for this record. To hear the full interview, tune in to SMI Radio this Thursday, 6 p.m. Pacific Time on NWCZ. Yeah, I mean, the process um, was more of a kind of, uh, you know, hearing uh, a little more in sense, the, the pop sense, uh, a little more digestible, and, um, you know, it was, uh, we recorded it uh, mainly last year and just finished it up in the beginning of this year, and, um, you know, it was it was done with uh, all types of recording mediums, and uh, a lot of people were involved, and it was, um, you know, in this hectic space of, you know, lack of time. <laughs> It's uh, um, getting the marketing machine and getting the touring machine going. You know, it's, uh, it's kind of uh, always having music readily, writing, you know, year-round, and then putting it together and putting it out and marketing it. Yeah. That's kind of, it's kind of the way you got to think the line in, in business these days. Is, mm-hmm. You know, so some bands, they, they put uh, CDs out and... They expect to tour on them for two or three years, yeah. and it's, uh, it's kind of uh, it's shifted uh, from that time frame a bit. I yeah. think. Yeah, everything moves a lot unless, faster. Unless you're unless unless you're Axl Rose. Right. <laughs> that was Queensryche guitarist Michael Wilton. To hear the full interview, tune in this Thursday, six Pacific time, to SMI Radio on NWCZ. SMI Radio. Short. There it is, man. Michael Wilton, what a cool guy. Cool cat. And uh, that whole interview, again, as you heard, will be on this Thursday, 6 p.m. on SMI Radio on NWCZ. Looking forward to uh, hearing more from Queensryche in the future. Big tour they've got going on right now. And they will be back in the Northwest at, uh, I believe, in September. Check out their website. Cool, man. Looking forward to the interview. Well, you know, you're sitting in this uh, little love seat over there. Yeah. Normally, we're seeing someone who looks a little different. And oh, yeah. Same yeah. shorts. Same shorts, same though. Shorts. Same shorts. <laughs> same attitude. Same shorts, same attitude, NWCZ. <laughs> so, uh, we got to catch up with uh, Big D down there in Oklahoma here uh, just a little bit ago. Yeah, man. Um, you, we want to listen to that? Yeah, man, I want to see what Big D has to say. He's checking up on us, making sure we're doing Yeah, okay. Grandma. <laughs> Metal Boy, drop that. Okay, we got Big D calling in, checking up on us. How you doing, Big D? Hey, guys, and Boxy, all of you guys, all you cats. How's it going back there? Good, good. Good, it's 108 degrees here. It's, <laughs> it's hot and stuffy in the man cave, Big D. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of a uh, lot of body sweat going on in there. Big day, but just sent a lot of girls for the show today. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. I did that for you, Vox. I, I know that's. I knew that. I knew that. Yeah, a lot of a lot of estrogen. Yeah, yeah. it's been nice as well. There's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, where I'm standing right now, because I'm two hours ahead of you, sun is down and uh, we've cooled down to about a hundred and two. Oh, uh-huh. must be getting so, breaking out the sweaters and stuff. Yeah, we're wearing light jackets at the moment. <laughs> Can you see your breast? <laughs> <laughs> but it's really windy here, so it feels like a you know like a freaking furnace all day. You're walking around, and it feels like you the walk by one of those on you. And those you know like blowing heaters, you know that we. <laughs> have. How's oh, your we parents? Just... 
Uh, my parents are pretty good, you know. They're get that's why I'm down here. They're getting up in age, and uh, they got a whole huge fucking list of stuff that uh, you know they want me to uh, take care of. Go, go mow, so, go go polish the rocks in the yard, Daryl. Your list of chores. There's a lot of that. Yeah, I, I was down at Walmart today hauling bird seed and uh, you know rock salt and whatever else they needed. So bird seed uh, and rock salt. Yeah. Nothing Big says D, fun like Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Walmart rules the South, man. And like that's the that's the most True. entertaining thing to do is just to go to Walmart. Wow, that's uh that's sad. sad. Yeah, <laughs> sad. I'm sorry. No, but you know what? Tell, tell Craig though. Tell Craig there was a guy. You know what? The Walmart greeters. Well, he was the exit greeter. They say hi and bye to you down here as you're coming and going in Walmart. And that guy, that guy is a retiree. From Fred Myers. So he knew Craig. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. He's a professional. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, no, I, I, I want to say uh, thanks to uh, to Greg for filling in for me today because I'm going to be I'll be back next week. Yeah. And, uh, but I know Greg's going to do a bang-up job today, and I don't want to take your show, uh, take too much time, but I just wanted to – you know, stop in and say hi, and and uh, hope you guys have a, a great time today on the show. And I'll be listening from Oklahoma, even though when it comes on, it'll be like <laughs> uh, eleven o'clock here or something. But I'm checking it out. Well, you know, you can stream the pod tomorrow when you wake up. No, no, I want to hear it live. <laughs> I want I want to hear all the mess ups that Wonder Boy does. That's yeah. why I'm doing it. <laughs> no, dude, it's it's your world. I'm just visiting, man. But uh, thank you <laughs> for letting me walk through your garden today. <laughs> hey. It's my pleasure. Step on a few flowers yeah. and then have double D pick them up. <laughs> oh yeah, I stepped on a few already, yeah. Hopefully. Awesome. Awesome. No, it's it's a lot of All fun. Right, you guys. All right, buddy. Yeah, it's it's been good. You guys have have fun and uh that's what it's all about. And I hope everybody enjoys the show because we lined up some great guests mm-hmm. and I know you guys knock it out of the park. So I'll be listening and uh I'll see everybody. I'll be back in the studio next week it's all about rock and roll baby all right brother rock on with your bad self well that was cool of uh daryl to call in check up on us make sure we're doing okay i hope we're doing okay daryl we miss you feel warm and fuzzy now and (laughs) yes indeed so we had another great band in today latitude and latitude by longitude yeah there's an x in there yeah latitude x longitude that's how it's out on their website anyway and, and you're doing a good job here man because because yeah. daryl's always wrestling with bands oh, names every week so <laughs> you're car- you're carrying on the tradition because we're all about tradition here right, right. gotta get the name right tradition get the name right latitude by longitude great interview check it out right here is a very dark and haunting tune by Latitude by, by Longitude. longitude. <laughs> and that was what, Wild Places? Yes, sir. Wow. You guys really create some amazing soundscapes and a, a very minimalist approach. Uh, very atmospheric. It's like your songs are like little mini movies. And we were talking earlier, but your music is the kind of music that if you're driving down a dark road, dark country road after midnight. It definitely creates a mood. Yeah. Well, we're just trying to keep you awake when you're driving the long road. <laughs> yeah, or, or scared, or whatever. <laughs> whatever keeps you going. <laughs> so, so interestingly enough, I, I used to commute uh, 80 miles a day on two really long, dark country roads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I, I'm totally down with this. This is great. Awesome. Yeah, folks, the 
folks, those of you out there that listen to this music, this is driving after midnight music for sure. It's beautiful. And you're a trained vocalist. You have an amazing voice. Oh, thank you. I do. I have a degree in vocal performance. And where did you study? Uh, Wheaton Conservatory outside Chicago. Wow. So, yeah, it was funny because I obviously it's a very classical oriented mm-hmm. um, program, which was excellent. And I got a wonderful education, but I had to go kind of moonlight at some local jazz clubs. And I was seeing a lot of jazz at the time and nice. uh, got the chance actually to perform with the Chicago Jazz Ensemble under um, William Russo, who has since passed away. But it was pretty epic because we actually performed um, a piece by Duke Ellington. It was a song cycle called uh, Sacred Songs, I believe, mm. Duke Ellington's Sacred Songs. And he actually wrote it for the Chicago Jazz Ensemble, and they owned the song cycle, so they were the only ones that performed it. So we got to perform that um, during one of their seasons. I think they featured it like every few years. They awesome. would revive it. So that was quite the exciting experience, and uh, <laughs> I couldn't tell my voice teacher because... <laughs> And that, uh, but she found out that didn't go over too well. <laughs> well, like you're, it, like you're like one upping her. Maybe <laughs> you should be teaching her. They're right? like you're doing what on the side? Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, you, you it's a very minimalist uh, kind of approach, which lays a great musical canvas, and then and then your voice over the top of it. It seems to me that you have a wide variety of colors, vocal colors, in which to draw from, in which to paint this beautiful um, musical uh, v- visual piece. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Um, I can say that working with these guys is awesome because um, we all, I know. <laughs> Group hug. Otherwise, she'd have quit by now. I know. <laughs> it's going okay. Because no. um, we all, uh, we're, we all kind of have this conversation where we leave space for each other mm-hmm. in the area where we're at. So I know if I'm up in the, kind of taking over the higher part in the song that, Everybody kind of lets me have that space, and we all pick our different areas, different planes to be in. So, but we trade off. It's a very much a conversation that we'll kind of trade off in the, you know, where we're at. And so it gives you a lot of freedom to kind of go through and have that kind of dialogue in the songs, trading off with your colors and your, I don't know. It's very enjoyable. It works very well. I, I just I like really it because I get to play lots of notes in this band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and yet it doesn't sound cluttered though, which is great. A lot of notes, but it's not cluttered. And and you guys, uh, your voice weaves in and out in between. It's 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 wonderful. How do you guys approach writing? Do you guys get together? Do you come up with initial melody? How does it work with you guys? Um, well, most of this album is actually written by Spencer and I. Um, okay. Long distance, I think. Right? Really. He was in Texas for a while, and I was in Seattle, and there was a lot of recording back and forth, and. Uh, and then getting together and being like, oh, some of this is a little weird in person. <laughs> we need to change that. <laughs> I think uh, I think a lot of Rebecca and I's initial relationship when we uh, first met and started writing songs was trying to figure out um, a common ground for us. And uh, as she mentioned, she has a lot of the classical background. And um, I just, I have more of a draw towards rock. Mm-hmm. And so we... I guarantee you we wrote, what, 30, 35 songs? I mean, and so we just had to scrap stuff left and right that um, did not jive with what we were looking for. And we performed for a year just as a duo. And then uh, we created an album and uh, then started working with a band. Wow. Wow. It it just, it's it's amazing. And it's a kind of a yin and yang approach to songwriting and really dark atmospheric themes um this next song really kind of reached out and grabbed me and made the arms on my uh, or the hair on my arms stand up a uh, suicide by annie Peach juice stain, sweet and pink as a peach juice stain. Don't mess with little Annie, cause Annie's got a temper, keeps a pocket of hell far for a rainy day. They tried to warn and tried to warn the handsome stranger, you'll be very alone, go 
Suicide by Annie, you know, that song would really lend itself to a very interesting video. Do you guys have any videos that accompany any of your songs? Because they're just, it seems like they're just made for videos. Mm-hmm. It's actually <laughs> funny that you asked that. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, we do have some videos up, but actually with this song specifically, we have a essentially a graphic novel of this song. Wow. We're using the lyrics as the the um the writing and it's actually a photography sort of altered photography starring um spencer as the stranger and myself as annie and it's uh uh, i've heard comments that that'll probably give me nightmares (laughs) (laughs) it's pretty awesome (laughs) where can you find that on youtube uh um you can actually there's a preview of it up on youtube there's like a kind of a slideshow of the spreads Mm -hmm. and then the graphic novel itself you can get on our website and or, I don't know, but we're actually show. well. We're actually going to be featuring it. The first release of it coming up soon. We have our CD release next week, so wow, awesome. We'll be releasing it along with that. Looking forward to that. Well, let's talk about that. You got your CD release yeah. coming out next week, right? <laughs> yes, it's a Thursday. The was it the fourteenth? Mm-hmm. Cafe yeah. Racer. Yeah. So um, I've been there. It's a cool it's place. Cool. The yeah. They have good beers on tap as well. Friendly. <laughs> <laughs> You're set, Spence. You're set. Mm-hmm. They are friendly. They keep it well filled. Also, it is free admission, so wow. uh, so just come on in and uh, help support us. It'd be great. And um, we actually were able to finish this album by the support of pre-sales and stuff with our people who've been following us since cool. Spencer and I started as a duo. So um, we actually kind of, to be honest, it's sort of a thank you to our fans who've helped us get this far. So it's actually our CD release and swag party. So All we're right. having like having come people come out who, you know, bought our album and be like, it's free admission. Come on down. You oh, know, those cool. who haven't bought the CD yet, you can get oh. a copy there. How and, many tracks do we get on the CD? Uh, there's nine tracks on it. Awesome. Wow. So how did you talk about that a little bit? Because that's an interesting kind of refreshing approach to, to making a record and, and, and treating your fans, uh, on the back end, if you will, mm-hmm. How, what was the process for that? What did you guys do to raise the money and then make the record? Well, it was done pretty much through the pre-sales. And what we did was, um, we offered to like advance downloads for people and you know, they're going to get the disc now that we have the disc. But, um, so we started basically pre-selling, um, we'd had them recorded, but we hadn't, didn't have everything mastered. You know, you're just kind of sitting in limbo and we hit a wall and it was like, Oh man, we need to just ask for help. Because you, so. you guys bootstrapped the, the original tracking and stuff, mm-hmm. right? You just kind of paid for it out of pocket a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And uh, got wonderful, wonderful people who came in and helped us out, you know, for, you know, well, I'll do it for a t-shirt or I'll do it for whatever you guys are drinking in the studio kind of stuff. So nice. we were very... <laughs> we, we like we teamwork right there. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a great way, man. That's like, that's old school, yeah. you know? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, oh man, we had so much fun in the studio. But then after that, it kind of got to the point where it's like, well, you know, mastering is hard to get somebody to do that for cheap. Yeah. So. so when people come to the CD release party, they're actually going to be able to get a CD, right? Yes, sir. Yep. Because, you know, people sometimes yeah. put on CD release shows. Right. <laughs> Without with other product. Like, yeah. Hey, great CD, guys. <laughs> they're playing a burnt copy. <laughs> and that's the only one under the roof. Yeah. Right. Who are you right. talking about, Gimmer? Who are you talking about now? I don't know. <laughs> No, we're releasing it into the wild. It's going to be free range out there. Awesome. Well, you know, you got to be prepared for that. Case. No, it's it's really cool because it seems like th- this is a record. that oh, It's a brilliant record, but, but it's a record made by your fans. And there's a certain ownership that these fans have mm-hmm. um, to making this record. And, and I think so in, in some ways, they're your executive producers mm-hmm. in, in a way. Ab- absolutely. absolutely. Well, I remember the first time yeah. we went to a show and we kind of like, Got to point, and then somebody asked for a song we hadn't played, and I was like, oh, "People listen, yeah, <laughs> they had that one." So, uh, Beautiful. So it's a great way to engage your audience. Now, do you use the traditional or non-traditional, rather, uh, social media mediums, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and all that? Talk talk about that. Tell people where they can find you. Um, we are on Facebook and on Twitter and MySpace as well. Um, we're probably Facebook and Twitter. You can 
find the most updates and stuff. We're very active on there. Because what's MySpace again? What? It's a good place to listen to music. <laughs> oh, yeah. People what's, are still using our... it. Justin Timberlake just um, bought a stake in it, so it's going to get better. Because <laughs> <laughs> sure. Justin just bought a piece sure. of it. He's <laughs> got yeah. four minutes to save that. Wasn't he know? in the Facebook movie, though? He was. And I just, the funny thing is, I just watched that movie last night. It's actually on uh, Stars right now. Another... JT is bringing the sexy back to MySpace. He is, man. Yeah. You know it's what? Future Sight Love Sounds. Well, yeah. well played, Gimmer. Well gonna, played, it's gonna, indeed. It's going to resurrect itself. Mm-hmm. Oh. No one's going to see it coming. That's going to be a scary image. <laughs> that is kind of ironic, though, Vox. That's, that's ironic. So latitudebylongitude.com is your website, and folks can go out there. They can access your videos. Mm-hmm. They can get your music. They can purchase your music. You've got your Twitter, your Facebook, MySpace. So they can Facebook slash Latitude by Longitude, right. MySpace slash Latitude by Longitude. Sure. But it's, it's uh, just for all of you radio people out there, it's Latitude, the letter X, yeah. Longitude. Good call. Because if you put in BY, it's not going to work. LatitudeXLongitude.com. Yes, sir. There we go. You guys are going to be repeating that over and over again for the rest of your career. Yes, mm-hmm. we are. It just helps us remember it. We have to remember too. No, it's great, man. It's great. Um, and you guys are doing the album release party next week. Again, the date, time, etc. July 14th at Cafe Racer, 9 p.m. Great. Free. Free. What's coming Free. up after Free. that? Um, actually, Ben, I feel this one. Oh, right. Uh, so I'm currently in the middle of booking the Tiny Little Town Tour, because we are all from really tiny towns. And uh, I don't know about anybody Represent. else, but uh, yeah, uh, there's like no music out there in the tiny little town that I grew up. It was like you had to drive, you know, 30 miles to what little, get to... What little tiny town? Oh, Sultan, Washington. Yeah, okay. Sultan, Washington. I know Sultan. Yes. And Cafe Racer is in... Seattle, okay. Seattle. yeah, making sure not at all involving tiny little towns, but um, <laughs> but yeah, so so we're gonna try and hit some some uh, some tiny little towns in hit the general Sultan, Washington area. Carnation, Sultan. Uh, I, I I was thinking about maybe Darrington. Uh, I don't know. Duval. Duval is a definite possibility. We'll take requests. Uh, Bothell. <laughs> Anybody out there from Bothell? Yeah. You got to get down to California, go to Barstow and places like that. You Needles. Know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, your music, you know, is it, it's a it's a it's geared toward its small town kind of midnight driving music if you will but it but it's a, a also a very big sound and I want to thank you for coming on the show today you guys absolutely have put together a brilliant piece of work here and I'm looking forward to hearing uh, more of this and hopefully we'll get out to the record release party next week that's latitudexlongitude.com folks go out there and get all their stuff. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thanks for having us. Thank you. All right, we're going to close this out with a song that I guess it's apropos, uh, (laughs) Paranoia. Yeah.
Hey, South Sounders, looking for something to do? Check out the Tacoma Comedy Club. Hey, Tacoma Comedy Flans. I don't know, I can't speak. Maybe I got flan on my mind. Hey, Tuesday night, we got live music. Every Tuesday night, now down at the old comedy club. $5, the show starts at 8 o'clock. Wednesday night is open mic night. You think you're funny? You make your friends laugh at uh, family reunions and funerals? Whatever, I don't know. Bring it on down. There's no cover. And comedy from 7 to 9 p.m. Singer-songwriters from 9 to close after that. Bring it. Thursday night, Jubal Flag presents. What does Jubal present? He brings in a lot of headliners who aren't playing anywhere on Thursday night, but they're cruising around the country. So you come down there for 10 bucks at 8 o'clock, you get to see a bunch of headlining acts that normally would cost you 15 bucks and probably two drinks. So Friday and Saturday night, 8 o'clock and 10.30, we have Todd Sawyer. $15 at the door, $15 ahead of time. You want to do it, the guy's hilarious. So come on down to the Tacoma Comedy Club this week where everything is, I don't know, kind of interesting. Tacoma Comedy Club, located at 933 South Market, or give them a call at You know what? You guys sound like you're out of New York City, 1976, playing CBGBs. That is actually one of the two more common things we hear about what we sound like. That's one of them, yeah. I hear uh, Patti Smith, and I hear early Blondie before uh, they made it big. I'm talking early Blondie when they were actually kind of a Before they went reggae-ish. That's right. Thank you. That's right. (laughs) We'll take that. Who are some of your other influences? Um. Well, it's funny. I don't know if I've thought of them as influences, but I guess so because they're girls in rock. Um, you know, the other comparison we get a lot is UK post-punk. And mm-hmm. I know like we've all of us have a huge love for British music. I don't know that I'd call them necessarily influences in the way that I they inform how I work consciously, but Manic Street Preachers, oh, yeah. Placebo, Suede, Elastica, mm-hmm. just kind of... A whole swath of British music. Well, and I was raised on things. David Bowie was always huge. Yeah. So. Yeah, I um, I was lucky to grow up um, with a dad in the industry, and he worked for IRS Records. Oh uh, yeah. Early early eighties, and so I got to uh, the bands. I mean, REM, Let's Active, uh, the were Police, huge. the Police, and um, uh, the Three O'clock. Oh love, yeah. Love the Three O'clock, and so some of that early stuff. Um, uh, that that Georgia Athens. Yeah, B-52s, R.E.M. Um, all that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, really, I love the guitar stylings. Um, big Soft Boys, Robin Hitchcock fan. So all along those things, there's kind of that uh, influence as well. Um, I um, I grew up listening to a lot of Duran Duran mm-hmm. and uh, Depeche Mode. Yes. Depeche Mode are probably like my ultimate favorite band of all time. 
So I should be screaming more, hello, Seattle! <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So I saw Depeche Mode uh, for the music <laughs> of the masses, and Amber's going to laugh because I think I'm the only person on earth who does not like Depeche Mode. We're all kind of ashamed of I that. And I went to a show, it was, it was at the uh, Rose Bowl in Pasadena, oh, yeah. and a food, it was, it was Thomas Dolby opened up. Yay. Good. Uh, OMD. Good. They were pretty good. And then a food fight broke out. I got hit in the head with a tampon and a nickel. And I was like, <laughs> I That's got, not food, man. I know. <laughs> yeah. It's like, not. Somebody so missed the point. <laughs> so it, it, like it evolved. Dare. It expanded into other things to flying around. I got accosted, uh, interestingly, uh, for my backstage pass. Lots of shenanigans went on that night. And I still don't like Depeche Mode. <laughs> it, was a, it was an eventful and fun show. <laughs> Someday we hope to cure him of that. Because <laughs> <laughs> the rest of us in the band love Depeche they love Mode. Him, yeah. Yeah. And all my friends, like I said, And, I'm, and I'm if we got a chance to tour with them, we'd just drug him and not tell them who we were playing <laughs> with. <laughs> you know, I lived in L.A. when Depeche Mode would come to the Rose Bowl. And yeah. also, it would, them and The Cure would the sell cure. out there within well. like a yeah. minute. Yeah. I think they would take us to be available for about a minute. Yeah, yeah I grew, I grew up in gone. Southern California, so K, the whole K-Rock Oh the atmosphere yeah, atmosphere was yep. uh, driving the uh, the the listening down there. Where, where in LA did you live? Uh, I actually was down in uh, the fabulous and lovely Orange County, California. The, the tragic DOC. kingdom. The yeah. tragic kingdom. That's right. When there were orange groves. <laughs> hey, no doubts from there though. Yeah. They so are. get some good bands from I, there. I uh, saw them a few times play little weird places. There's a jellyfish from there. There's a jellyfish. <laughs> <laughs> I got a weird story about them that I will not. <laughs> okay. so, so, Jason so, is full of story. <laughs> so how long have you guys been together? Uh, well, we've been making music since early 2007, and we've you know had a little coming and going, but it's been the current lineup for about two years since mm-hmm. since 2009. That's a while, actually. You know, so that's kind of a while. We just we kind of we move a little bit slowly because Jason's very busy. <laughs> You're but it. You're it all. Together, I mean, Jason. well, I mean, the, the fact is, Jason's very busy. Don't but like it's, mode. I'm busy. He's busy. <laughs> but I love him, and clearly, I think what he does is awesome because we've we've been good friends for a long time, and I've never sat him down and said he's not the only guy in the band, Jason. but he's the only guy in the interview today. And he, he's yeah. So he's it. just gonna get it. So Johnny, right now, if you're listening, just be happy. We're outnumbered now. Every band yeah. has a diva. Yeah, Jason's the one. Yeah. <laughs> well, so you're really busy. Are you busy with music stuff, or is no. it a day get? What, what do you? Well, it depends on how you put it. No, I mean, I work work full time okay. um, and, he has a wife. and I listen to a lot of music while I, I work for it. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, music is just it's integral. It's it's like breathing. Well, mm-hmm. and I think we're all really busy. It's just different stuff like right. um you guys have seen Johnny in here before. He's the front man for Post Adolescence. Andy's also got another band and I've got another project and we're all kind of we're it's not like any of us are really sitting around Playing as well, playing as many video games as I'd like to play. <laughs> really, there's never enough time to play as much video games as you want to play. No, they're really. That's why no, I don't even own a system anymore because I did on my it's PC. Just like, What's the point? You know, so, yeah, it's like just this crack sitting here. You know. <laughs> yeah. And and what yeah. is your favorite video game? Uh, I, well. I would say that the last video game that I got really excited over to the point where I think everyone should play it, and I should say I'm really behind on video games, so Johnny would have better suggestions, but Borderlands, when that came out on the PC, I spent days and days where that was all I did was play that. <laughs> so I have to be a little careful, but I multitask, right? So I'm doing that, and with right now I'm watching all of Star Trek in order in the background and then you know a chat window will pop up or email all important I need to take care of stuff right. it is very important. important very busy you know yes, the church of well, Star Trek video games and <laughs> chat rooms and, and well, it, 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 it up it, on admittedly Star right Trek. now I'm, 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 I'm between gigs and so I'm trying to find a job but I figure that you can't spend eight hours a day job hunting I mean you can but that drives you crazy so I use that time to work on band stuff and then occasionally actually do the things that I enjoy. <laughs> I mean, I enjoy the band stuff, but there's the making of the music, and then, frankly, there's the booking and the website the and the promoting, which is, like. which is okay, but it's not as fulfilling as making the music, playing the music. Being on stage. Being yeah. on stage, or oh, even, yeah. you know, even doing an interview where you're actually interacting with people as opposed to sending that booking email where you say... Guys, I don't think you're going to find any other bands out there. I don't think anyone really loves that, that do they? No. <laughs> right? no, you get to be a superhero. You got to be Clark Kent during the day and a superhero at night. Yeah. Well, one of the thing, the great things, I mean, playing shows and stuff, you get to meet these other really talented, interesting mm-hmm. people. Oh yeah. Making music because right. they really like to make music. 
it's 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 a unique opportunity to to kind of be in a scene where mm-hmm. you see a lot of creativity, a lot of love for the music, a yeah. lot of people sacrificing for that creativity. Yeah. Absolutely. A lot of people yeah. doing that. Yeah, I mean, and honestly. Um, I've thought about doing a podcast for a while because right now I'm spending a lot of time sort of in chat rooms for online radio stations kind of around to check things out. And I have to say, Seattle has a great, like we've got a huge amount of talent in this area. We've got Mm -hmm. incredible bands. There was a time when I would go out and I would see live local music and leave early. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really think there was a lot great going on, but I feel like we have so much good going on that one, you're right, Jason, one of the fabulous things about playing shows is we get out there and we're sharing the stage with people that we don't wish our fans didn't have to sit through, which is awesome. And then then we have great interactions with them personally. So you have that where it's not just that it's good music, but it's good people. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, there's that, that great line from an Imperial Teen song. We played a show and no one came. Mm-hmm. We played it and played it just the same. That, that's what you feel. You go out there and you maybe there's 50 always... people, 100 people. <laughs> maybe there's 15. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does not matter. Right. It doesn't matter for any of the bands out right. there. It's really fun to play. Yeah. It's a passion for the music. Yeah. yeah, you know, I would put our city, the Emerald City, Tacoma, the Northwest in general, up against anywhere in the world Absolutely. in terms of musical talent and and in all genres of music rock funk soul metal world jazz you name it we've got it right here yeah and uh it's as i go through this journey being a journalist myself and and doing you know smi radio and nwcz we're all on this journey and as we travel along this journey we're just discovering some amazing talent uh, perfect example, you guys. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and that's what I love about the show too is getting to meet everyone. It's yeah. Awesome. Speaking of which, don't we have another tune we're gonna play? I think we do. Um, ooh, bruise me. Ooh, bruise me. So angry. You're so sweet and yet so angry. Well, you know, it's it's an interesting conversation I've been having a lot lately, which is that I my 15-year-old self cringes when I say this. I'm actually a huge positive optimist. I I believe that people are full of light and that we should spread light and goodness and I have not had an easy, happy life. Things don't always mm-hmm. go great and I don't deny that and I have my bad moments and a lot of times I can just dump it into yep. the lyrics and it's work it out on stage. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's definitely a part of who I am, but it feels nicer to get it out in that way mm-hmm. where I'm also entertaining. So I'm actually still doing something yeah. good. And my thought has always been, it makes me sound cheesy, but when I was as a teenager having a really, really hard life, part of how I held on wasn't just like, Oh, play happy songs. I remember I had people say, well, why do you listen to that music? Why don't you play happy stuff? Well, I can listen to the happy stuff and I don't really identify, but right. when I listen to this song and this person is hurt or they're angry, they've they've been heartbroken or they've been left behind and look, they're alive and they made it. Yeah. And they wrote a song and, and they recorded it and put it out and, and I was able to great. hear it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so there's kind of that part of me where I don't, I, we have some songs that I think of as happy, but sure. That's just what that's what falls out when it falls out. Well, you know what? I mean, people need to know that I think in one psyche, people need to know that there's other people that are feeling like they're feeling that are going through what they're feeling. Yeah. Not that, you know, the old I hate the saying misery loves company. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is people need to identify that how oh, I'm not the only one that's feeling this way. I'm not the only one that went through this. There's somebody else that I can relate to. And, and that brings one a certain sense of, of joy and, and peace and comfort. Well, I think, too, one thing I really ran across as I started in a lot of ways, I'm a very private person, but there were things about myself that I decided I was no longer ashamed to talk about. And that was because I realized that when we don't talk about things, when we hide it, uh, even if we don't have something that 
be a skeleton in someone mm-hmm. else's closet, but we're having a bad day and we're constantly like, no, life is perfect. I'm chipper. Right. The people around us who are who know how they're feeling because none of us have perfect chipper lives, that can make us feel worse right. and it can make us feel more ashamed of what's going on and it can make us feel dirty. So we don't have to be out there bearing... I like dirty person. Well, I mean, there's good dirty and there's bad dirty. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's like... we, we don't it have feels to, so I don't good. have to be out there on, on, on my blog saying, here are all the sordid details of what's wrong right. in my life. But if I am out there being honest that it's not always easy and I've been through some hard things and these are stupid things I did then there's one less person hopefully in the world who hears that and goes, oh, okay, good. So I'm not a bad person and I can, I can make it through and I can be there. It's those secrets that will kill you, man. I think so. It's that stuff that lives in the darkness that, that, that stays in the darkness that will kill you. So you get it out there. And music yeah. is a really great outlet and a great way to funnel and channel whatever it is, you know, angst. Totally. Or, we or, all yeah. learn best, too, by, from people who are being true to themselves. Yep. You know? Well, if someone's not true to themselves, then how can you find any truth because at all in them? Because they're so covered in deceit and dishonesty. Yeah. yeah. This is like becoming like a, t- a Tony Robbins uh, interview. I love it. This is like the feel-good hour on uh, Northwest Convergence. Do you want me to help oh. you love yourself more? Do you love yourself enough? It's really horrible because, honestly, 15-year-old me was just not, she would not be down with this, but I have become like, I just want everyone to see that we're all full of goodness and possibility and I literally mean everyone even if you're listening right now and you're someone who's wronged me and you think I don't like you I got no issues just like yourself and like take care of other people yeah yeah shut up take care of other people take care be good to yourselves and see the goodness in everyone so yeah I'm sorry to bum Love you all out I'm not with. like I'm not a hater yeah. rock star I could put on the attitude if that would help but that's just not no, me anymore we don't want that. We don't, we're, we're trying to mm-hmm. see those attitudes you know, become extinct. I, I think sure. it makes the world a happier I mean, place. They've perpetuated, uh, you know, such such the bad uh, the the bad side of the music scene yeah. for so many years. Where, you know, I mean, it's actually turned musicians away from the scene. For instance, when they feel like, you know, God, there's so many people out here that are just they're phony, they're fake, or they're douchebags, or they're just mean to people. Who and wants it's to like, hang with why? that? Why? Exactly. Like, what kind of nobody? What kind of artist or musician or whatever you want to call yourself is is, yeah. is that? And that's yeah. one thing that's really going on in the scene right now here locally is all all the musicians and artists are band. They're all supporting each other. Yeah. You know, there's no yeah, big so competition going on. Everybody. There's no. There's no. You know, people don't seem to be hating on each other or, or trying to cut in on this, that, or the other. Everyone's really proud of of yeah. the well, fact that we all come from the same. It's fun to put together bills too with bands that you oh, like. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Your friends. I mean that. They haven't been friends for a while. You just met on the scene, and then you put together uh, right. a, a bill of bands you like, and they're nice, and you want everyone to succeed, and it's great. No, music's about community. I mean, music does what, what yeah. and I've said this, and I'll say it again, man. Music does what politicians can't do. Music does with what, what organized religion, religion can't do or hasn't been able to do, and that's to bring people of all genres, all races, creeds, colors, genders, sexual preferences, whatever, together. Yeah. Um, and that's what music <laughs> is. Amen. But that's what Testify. music is. And, and I'll tell you what, in terms of my own, my own experience in life, there is probably nobody I would rather hang out with um, than other artists and other, and other musicians. They're, because I have a connection to them on a deeper level. Uh, a spiritual level, emotional, whatever that I that I don't necessarily have with other people out there in the world, and that doesn't mean I don't connect with other people. But there's just something about artists that I connect with. I think if you haven't been in a band, it's kind of there are a lot of things in life. If you haven't done it, you mm-hmm. don't get it. Yeah. And it's interesting because I talk to people. Oh, you're in a band. That's fun. Yeah. Well, it is fun, but it's beyond yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, it's you work. get to you get to make music with your friends. Yeah, it's awesome. My oh, bassist you have a little is, hobby. Yeah, my bassist is my best <laughs> friend and. Yeah. Jason's been one of my good friends for ages and I, I love Andy. She's one of my friends and that's great. But what goes on there is deeper. And yeah. so that's part of why I love that I'm working with friends because like you said, it's not just some shallow like, you guys, I wrote a ditty. I yeah. wrote a little ditty. Yeah. And let's, let's, <laughs> which maybe hopefully, but <laughs> well, the connection more. here and there, the ditties come, the ditties but there's a whole fun. lot of work in between little, that. Yeah. And the connection deepens with the live show. I mean, there's yeah. one thing to connect with a song and you play it over and over at work or something, <laughs> but then you go and you see the band play and there's something about that performance on that Saturday night that yeah. just blows it open. I mean, I'm sure every single person in this room has seen someone live that you loved, recorded, yeah. but they yeah. just blew your mind yeah. uh, 
live. I saw Jeff Buckley play on the, oh, the steps of Berkeley. Played a free show, yeah. and he was like, "Oh, my th- my throat's a little thrashed. I, I feel uh, I feel uh, a little sick." And then he mm-hmm. just like blew us away for like a half hour, and then played a small show later in San Francisco. Mm. And incredible! Just what incredible. an incredible artist he was. Rest in peace. Jeff Buckley. I was just listening to his version of Hallelujah the oh, other night. And it, beautiful song. Oh Love that. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, Bruce Springsteen once said, I busted out of class, had to get away from those fools. I learned more from a three-minute record than I ever mm-hmm. learned in school. Yeah. And you know what? Music, my teachers, you know? Right. And, and, and I did learn more about myself and about the human condition through music and, and other great artists. Mm-hmm. Music made me learn how to make better sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. That right too, on. yeah. <laughs> it is an all-inclusive fix. Anything in your life. You can right, get what yeah. you want out of it. Absolutely. I mow right. my lawn better now because of music. That's yeah. what I'm saying. With a purpose. <laughs> I can't think of anything quick and weird to say. One, two, three, go. <laughs> other, than, other than I can't live without I do, it. By every, the way, time, have, every time something gets in the way. I do, by that way, have music for the lawnmower. Yeah. When I'm mowing the lawn, there's... there's <laughs> That's a great name for Music for mowing lawn. Yeah. <laughs> I, love I love that. Who's gonna call dibs on that? That before sounds we like walk a Depeche Mode album. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just. Oh, are you feeling ashamed over there? Not Jason? one of my lawnmowers. Music movies. for lawnmowers. <laughs> music for people that don't have a lawn. Yeah. So, speaking of music for people that don't have lawn or have lawnmowers or whatever, what's up next for you guys? Uh, well, so we just had actually. I want to mention we had a killer show last night at the Showbox Soto Lounge, oh, which was nice. loads of fun, and I we all felt like we did great, and then the crowd response during and after was great. So we're really we're still excited about that. We just, we a show you can't even come to, and we're still excited. Yeah. Our next show we're gonna do a little something on six August at the Skylark. The other thing that we're working on. So Andy for years has been involved with the Girls Rock Camp. Which Rain City Rock Camp for girls? Oh, saw something about that this last. Do you want to give the quick little like elevator? Sure. Um, Rain City Rock Camp for girls is a week long camp uh, that helps girls sort of build self esteem through music. Um, It seems you know little girls don't really get positive influences through music because it's such a male dominated. Um, field, so the the rock camp sort of helps the girls see that girls can rock out too. They can be drummers and singers, and you know, rock out on the stage. So they get together. We have a week long camp. They learn an instrument. They uh, form a band together and write a song. And then there's a uh, showcase at the end of the week um, that, and they basically um, perform their song uh, in front of a huge showcase. So um, I've been volunteering with them now for th- this will be our third summer. And uh, this year, actually, they're having two sessions because there's such a huge demand for uh, the campers. So, awesome. Yeah. That's so, great. Well, yeah. And so the way that Varnish also connects to that is that probably since we first started, I've been saying, I want to put together a girlfriended rock show. Like, I really want to do that. Just ban- all girlfriended bands. And so finally, I've been saying that for years, and I finally got to a point where I'd seen enough local bands that were girlfriended that I thought, okay, we have enough to do a chunky bill. And so what I have now is I have... Chunky. I have a, I have a, <laughs> a long list, including some folks that right now I think are just doing amazing things, and that if people you would recognize their names, I mean, not... We don't have heart or anything, but local bands <laughs> and who've said that they'd be on board. And what it is, is I'm trying to put together a benefit working with a girl called Margot, who's the front of a band called Stroppy. And we want to do a big benefit show for the girls rock camp to raise money for them and hopefully to have the girls come. Right now what we're running into is we want to find an all ages venue in Seattle that will support that because it kind of seems lame to have a show to benefit the young girls and them not be able to come out if they want to. So that's where we're at on that right now. So hopefully coming up on our site or something, you'll catch that. So if there are any of the venues out there that haven't read my email or responded to it yet that will have us right now, what we're running into is a lot of people who say, well, we could maybe make you an all ages night, but we don't want to give you one of our precious weekends because of the bar, which I get that you totally like the bar is paying a lot of bills. So we're hoping an all ages venue. One of the ones we emailed will. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So that's, that's great. Well, again, what you guys just talked about is a perfect example of the power of music to be able to make a positive difference in our community. And you guys are doing that great music folks. If you want to know more about varnish and hear their great sound, go to www.varnishcentral.com and find out what they're doing next and they've got their Twitter, their Facebook, all that great social media stuff. You guys, this was a really special episode today. uh, No, this was cool, man. I loved what we talked about and we all 
obviously do what we do because we have a passion for music. So thank you for sharing that passion with us totally and the fans out there for NWCZ Radio. You guys rock on with your bad selves. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks, Thanks for, for having, having us. us. All right, that was Varnish. They've got one foot in the 70s and one foot in the new millennium. They were awesome, man. I love that kind of retro punk new wave sound, man. Very cool. I liked it. Very cool. And they had two girls in their band. Ah, uh-huh, you like that. Now, <laughs> speaking about girls being in a band, you have a gig coming up this Saturday. weekend. Saturday, okay. Yeah, actually, it's pretty cool. It's at the Log Cabin Pub in Sumner. Um, I guess it's just down the hill from Lake Taps. But um, the whole thing kicks off at 5 p.m. with a free barbecue for everyone. Barbecue. Music Live music starts with Boxy Vallejo at 6.30. No cover. Totally free. We're actually going to do our first set. We're going to do acoustic. And then we're going to oh, cool. take it up a notch. Um, and then we'll be followed by High Noon Horizon. And um, they're sponsored by Jaeger. So the Jaegerettes are going to be there. They're going to have some raffle giveaways and stuff. It's going to be a good time. And it's free. You can't beat free. Can't no. beat it. It doesn't get better than that. <laughs> sponsored by Jaeger. Unless, yeah, sponsored by Jaeger, free Jaegerettes, free barbecue, Voxy Vallejo, High Noon Horizon. And Voxy, what's your website? VoxyVallejo.com. Plus, yeah. we're on Facebook, MySpace, all that good stuff. And it's spelled right. with two X's. Two X's. Two, two L's. Mm-hmm. Is, is two V's. Si- oh, now you're making it complicated. <laughs> <laughs> just just Google Voxy, V-O-X-X-Y, Remember, you'll kids, find us. letters are just funny looking numbers. <laughs> we're on Reverb Nation, all that. Yeah. All right, man. Well, it's been a blast filling in for uh, Daryl today. Like I said, big shoes to fill. But thank you guys so much for having me. Made me feel at home. And definitely. Yeah, we've, um, we've enjoyed you being in here, you did man. did a great job. Happy to do good it anytime, peoples, Good man. peoples. Good crackers. You know what else is good crackers is Stitcher. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Stitcher, uh, Stitcher, Stitcher. It's some sort of technological device Stitcher, Stitcher, program Stitcher. app that allows you to listen to NWCZ Radio on your phone, on your, your tone. pacemaker, <laughs> your <laughs> microwave. <laughs> but remember, microwaves and pacemakers don't mix. So those playing at home. Pick one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> Pick one or the other. <laughs> I wanted to make some popcorn last night, but I forgot I got a pacemaker. <laughs> so uh, anyways, Stitcher, check that out. Stitcher.com. It's spelled just like Stitcher. <laughs> you know, <laughs> S and Titch. Er. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you phonetically... Explain how to spell things to people. You know? uh, All right, man. So uh, I guess we're going to wrap this up today. It's a wrap. Good night, everybody. Print. I'm Greg Roth, Seattle Music Insider, and you had... This is Voxy. The Gimmer. Double D. This is the Northwest Convergent Zone. Where all things come together. You know that's right. Summer got you down. We've got the cure for you. NWCZ Radio and the Northwest Convergence Zone presents Summer Crush 2 featuring The Dignitaries. Foxy Vallejo. The Legend of Bigfoot. And afraid of figs. She'll spark a fire that soon will fizzle. Had a brainstorm once. August 6th, Louis G's, 5219 Pacific Highway East in Fife. And it's only five bucks at the door. This is an all-ages show, so everybody's invited. 12 and under free starts at 9 o'clock. It's the Northwest Convergence Zone and NWCZ Radio's Summer Crush. I'm the polygraph.
Coming, 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 coming. I don't 